Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Welcome to Talking High School Football with Scotty Melvin. Scotty Melvin, who do you got for a guest this week? One of our favorite, Coach Morrison of the Minneapolis Bulldogs. How's it going, Coach? We are doing great. Well, we're going to go over the schedule here. Uh, I'm kind of having trouble bringing it up. Uh, but let's just start with the first game. Uh, who, uh, who, does, who do you play first, Coach? We uh, First game of the year, we host uh, Columbus Junction. Okay. Well, uh, uh, what do you think about that game? Well, it's you know it's an exciting game. We haven't played them. Oh shoot, it's been it's been a handful of years since we played, um, and uh, you know they're obviously coming off a of, uh, outstanding season last year. We know that they have a bunch of outstanding uh, individual players, um, some guys that are real fast. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen them at a few track meets. They're big, strong, uh, so we expect quite a challenge. I, I know they're going to have uh, a lot of expectations uh you know going forward and 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 as they should and uh you know it, it's we're, we're jumping right out of the gate uh you know against a team that you know we're not really super familiar with um you know it's it, uh they've they've kind of overhauled their coaching staff since the last time we, we've played them so it'll be an exciting game uh you know it's always good when you get some old Southeast Iowa Super Conference rivals, uh, you know, rivalries that you get to play, especially in week one. And, you know, we're excited about the opportunity, uh, you know, to play against them. But, no, it's going to be quite a challenge. Uh, they, they have some dudes, man. They are, they really do. Well, Scotty, uh, why don't you give the coach a little uh, scouting report on uh, the Columbus Wildcats? You're going to have me in the doghouse with Coach Lequa there. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting, Coach Borson. Last time we talked to you, we had Lequa on as a guest, and uh, you guys were speculating a little bit for us about who you might play in a, in a non-district uh, slate. Uh, you guys get a little bit more non-district games than they do. They only have the one, and it's against you guys. And you were both saying how you you don't want to schedule the Chicago Bears, you know, right off the bat uh, as you're trying to uh, figure things out and, and get the season going. And as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to Southeast Iowa football, I think you guys, each of you got just about that with each other. <laughs> right. You know, it's, you've got a great Bulldogs team over there. He's got a great Wildcats team. Of course, I think you guys will probably be the favorites just because you're the bigger school and everything. Uh, but, of course, you can throw that stuff out the window when everybody lines up. Um, you know, and he's got a lot of size. I remember you talking a lot last year about not having size, and I don't know what you'll have this, this year as far as that goes, but – 
Um, I don't know what you think. I think this is a really good tune-up for both of you guys uh, to start the season. Yeah. yeah this, this has got round guy game of the week written all over it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Caden Amagon uh, on one side of the ball and this Russell Coyle, I call him the Cobra, uh, on the other side of the ball. They're going to be formidable. I don't know how much you know about them, but uh, there's some big-time players that they got. Yeah, you know, as far as football, you know, I've watched maybe uh, – we watched uh, the very tail end of the the game they played, I believe it was against Albernet last year. And it was just because our game was over with and we were waiting on some stats to get done, and so we just fired it up on their, their YouTube channel. Um, but, you know, I, we're familiar with – Familiar with Caden uh, from track, uh, you know he's he's one of the better track athletes, not just in this area, but in the uh, you know really in the entire state. Uh, and uh, and Coyle also runs, you know, runs, does a good job for him as well too. So you know, we know they got some athletes. Um, you know, size wise, uh, we'll be knock on wood. I, I think we'll be a we'll return a lot up front. Um, so size wise, we'll be a little bit bigger maybe than we were last year. Okay. Uh, but we're but we're still not going to set the world on fire with the uh, you know we're not we're not rolling in there with six three six four two hundred fifty pound kids I can tell you that much but we'll have to make the most of what we got. Well, I'll tell you what, coach. Your job is to come on here and get me fired up about Minneapolis Bulldogs football, and you did it in thirty seconds. That was uh, you mentioned you're playing the Columbus Wildcats. You got my attention immediately. Oh, well, awesome. Scotty. Uh, do you got any questions before we move on to the next game? Uh, not really. That's the one I wanted to talk about or hear about most, I should say, just because I was, I was, a, for me, it was a pleasant surprise to see this come up. I don't know how the coaches feel, but as a fan, this is, yeah, this is round guy game of the week. This will be the game that I go to uh, for the first Friday night, and I can't wait for it. I haven't been to Minneapolis in a while for a game, and, and this is going to be just an amazing night, I think. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. And there, there's a lot of layers to the game. One of our assistant coaches, uh, uh, Jeff Martin, was uh, is a Columbus grad and, and used to be, uh, you know, used to be the head coach there. So he's got all sorts of ties, uh, ties in with the program. So it, 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 to me, it's fun non-district to, to play these type of games. I, I think you get yourself, uh, you know, you, there, there's a lot of interest. Our kids are excited about it already. Uh, and uh you know, like I said, a lot of interest, but also I think it does help prepare you as you go, as you, as you go into the, you get to your district, your district schedule. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the more confidence that you can get and the the higher quality of opponent that you can play, you know, as, as long as it's not something where you're putting yourself into like a total mismatch, um, you know, I, I think ultimately it helps make you a stronger program going forward. Well, number game number two, who do you got? We're at Sigourney Kyoto. Oh, my God. Out of the frying pan, into the fire. Oh, my God. There's a, Are you trying to just get round guy game of the week lined up for the entire first month of the season or what? Well, you know, when, 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 we, when, we, when we put our non-district list together, that was first in our priority. We wanted to be a round guy game of the week one of these weeks. Oh, my God. Well, you might have to take it first two weeks. Those are the, <laughs> the – your program – Columbus's program, Sigourney's program, I mean, that's about 9,000 of our 40,000 downloads right there. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, so, geez, you know, I know they're graduated. Uh, uh, I'm sure you're not going to be too sad to, uh, that the Coltrane, Claire, Cole Clearhand's not going to be there. 
Uh, but they might still have some stuff left over. They're always so dang tough. What is it about Sigurd and Kyoto? Why are they always so hard? Is it just their defense? It just seems like their defense seems to be the, the thing that leads the way for them. Well, they're they're exceptionally well coached. Um, and Jared, Jared's done an outstanding job, uh, you know, in the past in the past year since he's been there. Um, defensively wise, they are um, extremely sound in what they do. You're not going to get them out of position. You're not going to out-formation them or out-trick them. Uh, and ultimately, you're going to have to move some of the big dudes that they have. Uh, and, you know, if you want to run the ball and if you want to pass the ball, you're going to have to block some of them. And, uh, and then on the back end, uh, I was really impressed when we played them in the, the playoff game. Uh, you know, they did a really nice job of, of keeping – you know they were fundamentally sound. They were, they were, uh, you know that they kept their responsibilities. No breakdowns. It, it, you know they're playing a zone coverage. They're they're where they need to be. And you know every year you're going to play certain. You can count on one thing: those kids can tackle. They can hit. They run to the football. And I, I think those are the things that that really make a good defense. And and they are. Yeah, and they've had a really, really, really solid defense the last last couple handful of times we played them. It seems like we play them about every year. So, um, you know, right on. And then, you know, offensively, it's a that's not the easiest uh, team to game plan for uh, with what they do. Um, you know, we we have a little bit of familiarity with that, uh, and and have used some things relatively successful the last couple of years. So, but you know, ultimately they're. They graduate guys. We've obviously graduated some guys, so it'll be kind of fun to see where you're at, uh, you know, after we played them at the end of the year last year. The beat goes on, don't it? I mean, the the, the, the good ones move on, and then the, the young young ones become the good ones, you know? It's, yep, uh, that, uh, it's exactly right. That's how it rolls. That's high school football. <laughs> well, Scotty, what what, uh, uh, what are you looking forward to in this Sigourney, uh Kyoto Minneapolis matchup? Well, this I'm, I'm assuming it will probably be a lot like the playoff game you guys had last year, which is just a, a toss-up game, very evenly matched, exciting. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Sigourney Kyoto is kind of the Minneapolis of the West as far as this center <laughs> of the state. You guys reload every year. You can lose a bunch of kids that are talented on to graduation, and somebody just steps right in, fills the spot, and you've got, you know, really good competitive teams year in and year out. And, I mean, that, that to me is uh, – a result of the continuity of the programs and everything that you guys have established. And, and it's always fun to get teams like this together. So I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, that rematch this year. And uh, I'm sure you guys are hoping to come out on the, the better side this time around. But uh, the good news is it's non-district. And uh, that's one thing I love about Iowa is the non-district schedule. So it doesn't uh, doesn't hurt your playoff chances if you drop one here and there. But uh, this, this should be exciting. Well, I'll be yeah, looking said, forward to the ratings when we cover that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be good. But uh, well, uh, we can't spend. All, we spent five, ten, five minutes each on the first two. We better cut her back down to about a minute or two on the next of them. Who's your next opponent? We host Iowa City Regina. Well, now is that the first home game or is that first game home? Uh, that that's our, our first game is at home against Columbus. Then we're at Sigourney, uh, and then we got uh, Regina at home for our, the last of the non-district. Well, what do we know? They got a new coach, don't they? No, that's no, Lisbon. I think, yeah, I, I I believe I believe uh, Coach Dumont is still there. Well, what do they like to play? Have you played them for a while, or is this all new to you? 
Uh, they were in our district the last two years. Uh, so uh, we were able to come out on top against them last year. Uh, they beat us in 2021. Uh, they, they will have a, uh, I mean, it's Regina, so they're, they're, they will have uh, plenty of good dudes. Uh, the quarterback was back. He's a junior, uh, so the coach's kid. And then they have a, a really outstanding receiver, uh, a kid by the name of Jackson Nave. Uh, you know, and, and you know they, they have guys. Uh, they'll they'll graduate. You know, without looking at a roster, they'll they'll graduate a few guys here and there. Uh, but ultimately, they'll find guys to replace them. Uh, they do a good job of program wise, keep building and, and keep finding good good kids to fill into what they do. And it'll be um, like I said, it'll be another challenge. So is that a conference game or a non-conference game? That's another non-district game. Okay, so you moved up into two A, right? That is correct. How many non-conference games do you get? Three. Three. So those are the the three non-conference games. Now we're going to get into the to the what uh, Scotty and me have been kind of in, thinking that this is going to be what we're going to be interested in is who who are you playing and and this all this all new to me and I think there's a lot of it new to you, isn't there? Right. Yeah. So we got uh, our district games will be uh, Albia uh, at home, and then we go to West Burlington and Mid Prairie. Got Davis County at home and, and finish up with Central League um, on the road. So, you know, like all those schools there, I mean, they're all, they're all teams that we've played before. Some of them have been, it's been since 2011, 2012, 2013, that, that go around, um, you know, for, for some of the teams. But, uh, you know, there's some familiarity, and then there's, there's, there's plenty of unfamiliarity as well. Well, Scotty, what do you got to say about uh, some of these uh, uh, conference games? Well, your district coach, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to downplay the teams that are in it, but the the one A district you guys were in the last couple of years to me seems uh, stacked a little heavier than than this two A district, and uh, you know, traditionally anyway, or at least recently. But uh, you know, I, I don't know much about Albia. I got to see them in person some uh, back when I had Carter Isley and made a run to a state championship game, and they seem to kind of dropped off since then. They've had some competitive teams. West Burlington, Notre Dame, I think Coach Bowman's building something nice there. Um, Mid-Prairie's always tough, but they got a new coach, so I don't know what to expect out of them. And then Davis County, they they put some decent teams on the field. Central Lee, new coach, um, they might take another step back. They were building towards something. We'll see. You know, I, I don't know a lot about it. I'm, I have a lot of questions about <laughs> each team in your district, to be honest. Hey, that Central Lee's got a, a kid named Chase Johnson. Uh, do you know much about him? But he kind of lit the uh... – High school foot up, football up last year. Yeah, I don't know a, a, a ton about it really. I mean, no plenty about West Burlington Notre Dame. We we played them. We played them non district the past couple of years. Uh, so familiar with what what they're doing, and you could echo what what Scotty said about uh, Coach Bowman really doing a nice job of getting things, um, you know, getting things moving in the right direction. There, building interest in the program. Uh, you know, getting kids out and getting kids to buy in. And uh, in, in, in I think they're going to continue to be, you know, to get better and better and better. Uh, as far as the other the other teams, whether it be Central Lee or Albia or Davis County or, or Mid Prairie, you know, I have seen a little bit of Mid Prairie on tape. Uh, uh, they had played Sigourney last year and Regina, uh, so you know, saw a little bit of what they're doing, you know, and and. and but they have a new coach and a new coaching staff, so who knows? It, it, it really could be could be anything. Uh, kind of familiar with some of their athletes, 
uh, just from track and field, we see them a few times. But that does it. I mean, that that's a pretty small sample size there. Um, that'll be a giant question mark. I have no idea. Uh, I, I know we, we had some awful great battles with them back. Uh, you mentioned Carter Isley. Uh, you know, we played them in the quarterfinals in 2013, 20, uh, 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Had a heck of a battle with them. Uh, and then Davis County. It's been it's been a lot of time, a lot of a long time since we played them. It was 2011, I think, the last time, or 2012, the last time we played them. Those all those years kind of run together. But um, you know, they 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 have some guys. Uh, they have a new coach as well, as well as this is what Central Lee. So uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of unfamiliarity. <laughs> it's probably the best way the best way to put it. But you know, the nice thing the way it, the way it goes now is with Huddle and with able to share videos with. with with everybody you know it, it won't take long for you to get a you know to get a game plan to get an idea of what, what's going on and and to see who's who's who and 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 uh you know adjust and prepare accordingly go ahead scotty well um you know something i was thinking about today when i heard we were going to get to talk to you and i was i was kind of reminiscing about going to Minneapolis in the past to watch games and and, uh, you know, I grew up not too far across the river from Burlington, so we used to go to Minneapolis as a kid. My dad would go to the car auction over there all the time. But uh, I've always liked the town. I, I love you guys' facility there. And I know you've got a turf field now. Is that right? Correct. How long have you guys had that field? Uh, we got that is about halfway through the 2014 season. Okay, so you've had it for a while. Um, if, if you could maybe describe the uh, the ambiance there a little bit for the listeners and for Dave too. I don't know if Dave's ever been over there, but it's a really great there. place to watch a ball game. And uh, that turf field from the photos and the videos I see, it just really sets things off. And and uh, I'm sure when you got a fast guy like Anthony, well, I've seen the soccer games; they play that on the yeah on the yeah. football team. Yeah, right. So it's 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 great. Um, you know, the, it's uh, as far as like the, the the game day atmosphere. You know, it it was quite an adjustment uh, when we you know, when we when we first moved over because, you know, Archer Field was was unique in a lot of ways. Um, you know, it was the as back in the old school where the I mean that was the outfield of the baseball field as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, you had a big old big old crown in the middle of it, and it was yep. you know, and the fans were right on top of you. Uh, and it was a great it was a great home field uh advantage uh that being said transitioning back to the the other end of the score the opposite side of the school um and, and to the the new complex we have back there ha- has been awesome in a lot of different ways uh, you know i i can't stress enough how much it helps with practice um you know, being able to to have a, a field that you can play on and practice on, no matter if it's raining or snowing or sleeting or whatever it might be doing. Um, you know, you have lines. <laughs> yep. You have all sorts of different landmarks that, that you can use. And, and I, I think it's helped in a lot of different ways, uh, practice-wise. Uh, you know, game-wise back there, it, it, it took a little while, but we kind of got something we really like. We have, a, we have a little student section that we throw in our end zone. Uh, in, in the north end zone, uh, you know, there's fans that kind of line, line the track a little bit. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's been quite the home field advantage for us uh, the last couple years um, in particular. You know, I'd say probably, you know, 2018, 2019, since around there, I think it's kind of when we got like, you know, we got the vibe where we wanted to with it. And, and our kids now have grown up with not knowing anything else besides, the, you know, the field back there and, 
and you know they seem to like it and they feel comfortable with what we're doing and and uh you know it's worked out pretty well nice well uh i once got to interview uh coach uh butch peterson over at west branch and he was getting ready to play you and uh i asked him a lot about a lot of your players and he seemed to know your team inside and out and uh he was uh, very fond of Heisley, and uh, uh, he had great admiration for Drew the Killer Miller. Uh, he, uh, uh, he he really he really thought a lot of him and your program. Uh, what was it like to know Butch Peterson? What was it like to play at the Little Rose Bowl? What was that whole experience like? What was your relationship with, with Butch Peterson like? Yeah, you know, we, we got to play Butch uh, the past really three years. Um, you know, we played him in the playoffs in 2020, uh, and then they were in our district last the last two years, so in 21 and 22. Uh, you know, just just an outstanding individual, uh, really a guy that cared about not not just about his team or your team, but I really think a guy that cared about the well-being of uh, Iowa high school football. And, um, you know, it was always – always very complimentary of, of our players, uh, very complimentary of, you know, our program. And, you know, without a doubt, if you look at them and, and, and what they do, um, you know, it's a testament to over time how he has created, you know, such a, a well-oiled machine up at, up at West Branch. Um, you know, you know, you know, we played against them, you know, the, the last two years in, di- in district games. And, and, you know, man, his teams were well prepared. Uh, you know, they played hard, uh, super sound what fundamentally. And, and, and going up there and playing at West Branch, you know, it's a, one of the more unique uh, environments in Iowa high school football. Uh, and, and one of those things where, you know, like like this is – it's a special place to play. And I think a lot of that goes back to Butch uh, and, you know, his vision and, and what he wanted, what he wanted West branch football to be like. And, uh, you know, he, he's going to be missed. Uh, he was, uh, you know, one of the, you know, kind of, you know, as, as a guy that, you know, as, you know, I've been around a little while, but he's, he was around a long while. And, and, you know, you can you definitely see the, the, Im, the impact that he, that he made on, on, not only just West Branch football, but, you know, football throughout the state. Well, the Little Rose Bowl is listed as the top 10 place to see high school football in America, in the whole country. Uh, it, well, well, well it, 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 it's one of the uh, – it, it's one of the coolest places to play, too, not just to watch a game, but it, it, it's a real cool environment. Uh, the setting, the, the tradition that they have, um, you know, the, the fans, and it, it, it's unique in, in a lot of different ways. I know our kids enjoy playing up there a lot. Well, Scotty, uh, we've been bending his ear quite a bit. Uh, you got a last question or two for him? Oh, maybe just a quick one. You know, I always like to talk about a player or a couple players or whatever. We we see Drew Miller getting another big time offer this week which is awesome i'll tell you that that young man gets talked about over here in washington iowa at my job <laughs> so uh we're all watching with interest as that stuff develops for him but dave and i've been kind of committed to try to pay more attention to linemen because i am really i was telling coach like i'm bad about uh watching the ball and only paying attention to skill players when i'm doing my uh my fan in the stands thing and uh you guys had an injury at center last year, early in the season, I believe. And a young man I know a little bit, Jackson Woods, had to slide over and take over there. 
And I think it had a pretty good season. Could you describe for us and the listeners just, you know, what that entails? Uh, somebody who's maybe not played that position before, the adjustment, and how important it is to have somebody that's willing to step up and, and take on something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we had, so, you know, as the season started last year, we had uh, uh, Jacob Wharton, Jackson Woods. Uh, Jackson was playing right guard primarily, and Jacob was playing uh, center. And then, uh, you know, Jacob unfortunately hurt his knee about halfway through the season. And, and we had to ask uh, Jackson, you know, to slide on over, which, you know, you'd think, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were out of the shotgun 95% of the time. And, and yeah. I don't have to be the first, you know, everybody can kind of see, like, uh, if the snaps aren't good, then everything kind of falls apart. And um, it, especially with what we were trying to do, you know, there was a little bit of timing that, that went with it. And, and I was super proud of what Jackson was able to do with that. Um, you know, and he put a lot of time in, you know, to work on snapping with, you know, some of our offensive line coaches and, you know, and uh, I was re- a was really concerned when it happened because Jacob had started to get his snaps, you know, his snaps were, were got a lot better and, and got down uh, to where they needed to be. And then, um, you know, when he got hurt, Jackson slid on over and, and did really did a, a tremendous job uh, able to put the ball where it needed to be and then able to then make a block after mm-hmm. that. And then sometimes that gets lost in translation a little bit where you have, you know, it's like you have a snap and then, uh, we don't we don't block anybody, but he did an awesome job with that. Whether it be a reach block or a back block or what you know whatever whatever the play called for, uh, and also did a really nice job. I thought as stepping into the center, we ask our centers to uh, you know to kind of call out the protection at least to get everybody on the right page. And uh, you know they kind of came up on their own with a little bit of a uh, a plan of attack about how they were gonna you know like. Like we kind of wanted to move at a little bit of a tempo last year, and and uh, and Jackson was able to quickly identify, you know, okay, we're I'm, we're going to move this way or that way, especially if it was a passing play, and to be able to like he had a little signal that he used with our quarterback, uh, it, that kind of told like okay when we were ready to begin the cadence and to snap the ball. So, uh, I, I was I was tickled with, with, with how he was able to do that. Yeah, I, I always watch the trenches. That's my favorite, almost, well, I don't know it's my favorite part of the game, but it's a part of the game that I'm enthralled with. Uh, well, Coach, gosh, we are, are uh, banging it out there. One more question. How are you going to replace Isley? Yeah, that's it. Well, it's one of those things where you can't really, you know, he was in a, an exceptional talent um, and – uh, and did a lot of things for us offensively and defensively. Um, so th- there's not going to be one guy that's going to be able to replace him. Uh, you know, we have a handful of, of, of younger backs on offense that, that we are, you know, going to need to be able to, you know, to, to carry what, what he did last year. And, and, and I think it's definitely going to be a year where it's a little bit more of ball carrying by committee. Uh, as opposed to, you know, more of a dominant workhorse type deal like what we had, uh, you know, the, the, really the last three years. So, yeah, it, it'll be a challenge uh, for sure. You, you don't you don't have a guy that that's good, that, that is as good as what he was. And then just, you know, at a small school, like, voila, here's another one. So, you know, we're, we're going to have to, uh, 
you know, we're going to have to work hard to, you know, to, um, you know, to figure out what's our best, what's our best combination. I really am excited about our, our younger guys that we have, have coming, you know, coming back. And I think they're going to surprise some people as, as the years go on. Well, Scotty, uh, you, you pulled <laughs> off a great guest today. What do you think? <laughs> Coach, we love talking to you. I love hearing you interview throughout the season. Um, I've loved Mediapolis football for a good many years and, uh, man, am I excited for you guys this this coming fall, especially week one. I don't think I can remember in Southeast Iowa uh, a better opening night game than maybe what you and uh, Columbus have coming for us, uh, you know, in week one. And I'm I'm going to be there. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Well, Scotty is just standing outside the gym waiting to get done talking to us to go in there. The coach, you got him so fired up, he's going to go lift the whole damn gym up, I think. Uh, push night. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. Well, you you uh, accomplished uh, communicating to our audience and getting Scotty fired up. So good job, Coach. <laughs> Perfect. That's uh, what we tried to do. This yeah. has been this has been uh, talking fo- high school football with Scotty Miller. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.